2: Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Rolls, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles but some lovely large baps.
3: Hey! What? Yeah,
2: rolls, baps? What? But baps is And No I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and we are once again without a Gaius, but we are joined by the lovely Fireheart. So say hi, hi everyone. Hi. hi. Let's see if we can go find that compass, what'd y'all say? Yeah! Yes. Yeah! yeah. Cue the theme tune!
4: Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play
2: play D&D
1: Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed
5: Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your
2: saves No risk too great No choice to bold.
3: This is your story No guts, no glory Confront your fate With every roll. Great, no choice, bold. This is no small loss.
2: So, journeying out on the road, you quickly lost Gaius as Bessie galloped off with him, but were introduced to Gubbins, a sock puppet from Gwendolyn's past that she tried using to facilitate some heart-to-heart discussion between you all. The conversation was not as unifying as hoped, and everyone rested in quite an uneasy mood. As Junaren and Kidu took first watch, the party were attacked by masked bandits, only for Deacon Fireheart Button to leap into action and aid them in beating off the attackers. Deacon introduced himself and explained in a roundabout way that he was looking for a compass that had been taken to Berrien Fields along with a cargo of frosting. Whilst disposing of the bodies, it was discovered that one had a hexagon brand on their neck, whilst the other had a note marked with the same and the message that their target was staying at the Merry Prince. Oren and Gwendolyn took the last watch, and whilst they did, they shared some comforting words and watched the sun rise together. Aww. And Deacon was there too. And Deacon was doing press-ups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, having survived the night and your attack, uh, the sun has risen, you were all well-rested, having taken a long rest, um, and you set off once again along the road. This time with a awareness that you're heading towards somewhere called Berry and Fields.
1: I feel like Berry and Fields feels like a place, like a sort of like hippie camp. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what it's going to be, but that's what it like, feels like.
5: It's going to be a festival, invite only, and everyone's going to be one of the, the artsy ones, though, that
6: it's not just music. There's also yeah. like performance
7: exactly. art. Deacon's going to saunter over to Enkeidu and say, did you talk to the others yet?
5: No, I think this is the opportune moment. I think, friend.
7: Go on, do it, do it.
5: All right. And I look at Gwen and I give an awkward shake of nod of the head. I'm like, "Mm." in the spirit of sharing, there's something I think you lot should know. I've had runnings in the past back in my hometown with an organisation called the Hex, shady, shady bunch. They're interested in magical stuff mainly, but. You know, the big capos never really come out of the shadows. They usually get grunts and losers to do their dirty work for them. And I don't mean anything. Robbing stuff, killing people. And uh, the two bodies that we took care of last night, the one had a hexagon branded on their neck and the other had a note. And I share the note with the group.
7: I can verify a story, by the way. I saw them as well.
6: They were from the hex?
7: Apparently
4: so. That's right. Have you heard of the hex as well, Lauren? Um.
6: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. He just fiddles with his leg brace slightly awkwardly while he's walking along. Insight check.
2: Yeah. Make a roll. Of yeah. You insight. totally beat
1: me to it, <laughs> <laughs> Insights.
2: Not
5: good.
6: If you roll high, you get my whole backstory.
3: <laughs> don't worry
2: about it, because that's a six.
3: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's it's hard to read. Oren. He's just sort of. He's clearly heard of them, but you don't know how or why. You've got no. No Can I
1: insight mean. check him as
2: well, or is that not cool? I mean, feel free to, yeah.
1: Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Vicky's holding it up um, to the camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, in which case, Oren, how much does Juno see? How much does Juno realise?
6: Uh, I mean, it's an insight check. Okay. Um, th- he's, clearly, he's clearly had run-ins with the Hex before. He's clearly not best pleased about the Hex, I think it's
2: fair to say. Who uh, who saw the glimpse of Orin during the me? In which case, Juno having pieced,
1: which fits with my natural twenty
2: exactly.
1: So, I saw him running along icy rooftops. That's the right one, isn't it?
2: Right, and then somebody shoved him out yeah. of the way, and in that brief moment, you're like, oh, that
1: that was the hex. That was the hex. Yeah. Ooh. Oh yes. So, uh. I mean, June is not going to hold this in, of course. Um, <laughs>
2: yes,
1: I know. orin
6: been burnt with that one once, telling June her information.
1: Uh, June is very good at keeping secrets. No, she's not. This isn't a secret. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Well, okay, then, cool. Um,
2: <laughs> Maybe she didn't think it was a secret.
1: What secret did she tell are you talk about the witch in the woods.
5: Mm-mm. Oh yeah. Hey, but hey, Juno took one secret to her grave. That's true. That is very true. That is very true. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair, fair. play.
3: Fair play. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Or- so, Orin. Oh. Mm. No, she's not tactless. No, ignore me. No, that no, that's not cool. Because she hasn't actually had this out with Orin.
2: Well, it's whether or not as you're walking along you want to pull Orin aside. Yeah,
1: that's what I am gonna do. And do can it like that, Orin rather aside? than like
2: in front of the whole group. Yeah. yeah.
1: Are we walking along?
2: Yeah, like like this discussion's sort of happening and like, yeah, Deacon and Kidu can be filling Gwendolyn in with news of what they know about the hex.
1: Um Orin. I don't, I don't know if you, you had a similar experience to me. I, I feel like this might be something we all encountered. But in that odd moment with the table, when when we were fighting Kral, I had this distinct feeling for just a moment that I was you, oh. if that makes any sense. I mean, it um, weirdly
6: does because I, I certainly had a similar thing, yeah.
1: It was just a flash of... of me, as you, running along icy rooftops, sort of desperate to get away from someone or something and being chased. Then I, as you, was barged off a roof. And I just have a question for you. Were you chased by the hex? Were you... Is that who it yeah. was? Yeah.
6: Wow, okay. That's weird. Um. Yeah, yeah.
1: Are these people that we should protect you from, or are these people that you need to face, or... It, is there anything that, that that we need to know? Uh,
6: I don't f- imagine you need to protect me from them. Again, yeah, to be honest, I, I can't imagine they barely even know who I am or who I was. I'm not a very significant person, I don't think. Certainly not to them. Um, you are to
1: me.
3: Oh,
6: thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I had a few You're
6: run-ins with them. You're not their biggest them. fan, though. I'm not their biggest fan, no. That's probably an understatement the hex are involved in something that thing is not a good thing mhm i'm um, i'm there to tell you that and if there's something we can do to s- scupper some plans that the hex have got i'm on board with that yeah anything that's hurting them
1: i'm on board with that with you to be honest
6: yeah yeah i'm not their biggest fan
1: did you see anything else in my head no that that is that is everything that i saw but it only feels right that i tell you that i lived that moment as you
6: i should probably tell guy the same if we ever see him again then
1: did you have a moment as guy
6: yeah yeah i was yeah i was in his head it was weird it was very Um, weird yeah so what i was running across a roof and then what happened
1: you were barged off a roof and you were being chased along an icy rooftop you were desperate to get away i know that
6: well you certainly saw a memory i'll give you that yeah that definitely happened
2: so you all carry on sort of traveling along yeah um and yeah the discussion amongst you all is sort of what you each know about the hex which as sort of has been said is is largely that they're just a a dangerous criminal group um with some interest in the arcane but uh they're really up for anything (laughs) when it comes to to crime like they seem to be like trying to get wherever they can yep um and getting involved in whatever as long as they're the ones that have got the power
4: so like an umbrella company with lots of different branches yeah, of crime.
2: Like a, they're a proper cartel, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you you continue on the road, and it's uh, post lunchtime. Uh, by the time you start reaching Berrien fields, um, and hilariously, what you find is a sea of tents.
3: Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, you were right! My yeah. Gosh. yeah.
2: Yeah, um, it's a like the the sun is shining. It's lovely. It's warm spring day. Uh, the uh, it sort of was in the middle of all of these tents. You can see that there is a small village of maybe six or seven buildings. Um, the, there seems to be some kind of festivity, some gathering around this this small place. Um, And whilst it is clear that quite a few of the tents have just been set up for shelter for different people staying uh, over, um, as you sort of follow the main path into town, uh, there are more and more flags, uh, red flags with, (laughs) red flags,
1: (laughs) (laughs) um,
2: but red flags with uh, pairs of silver wings uh, um, embroidered into each of them, um, which Gwendolyn, make a quick history check. Here is
4: Histoire have that for long. Uh, that's 14.
2: 14. Yeah, that's good. Um so yeah, you know that this is the uh like her- heraldic sigil of uh, Lord Berion. Oh. oh.
4: I I recognize uh that that flag there. It's Lord Berion, I believe.
6: So this is his field. Makes sense. Yeah.
4: I'm guessing so. Yes. His his thing.
2: Who, who is he? Do you know who he is?
4: well dm <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah again again with that role um he is a fairly prominent noble um he is a member of the lord's assembly uh he also claims to have some um heritage to uh one of the previous kings like sort of like not necessarily like the the, the first of 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 any of the previous kings that have then gone on to reign, uh, but, like, one of the siblings has had other kids, who have had other kids, and he claims that that means that he's got a claim to the throne.
4: Bit of a wannabe, then. He se- uh, certainly has um, uh, aspirations of of taking that slot of king, I believe.
6: Is that how it works?
4: I'm not... Well, I mean, I suppose if you've got some sort of blood relation, then that's... But, I mean, they can't find... A blood relation to the king That's why we don't have one right now here
7: I thought the whole idea was You had to kill a load of people Like in the line above you To get king didn't you You can't just become king as you fancy it And you're somewhere down that line
5: Well in Harish's uh, example That might be the case We don't know He's just disappeared And no heirs were found We No one really knows the true story
6: DM
2: is Harish the missing king?
5: The Yeah, the previous dead king. Okay. Yeah.
2: And what do we know about him? What is general public knowledge about him? Oh, I don't know what it would be for Orin.
7: I'm guessing we don't know from the Woden Isles that we wouldn't... From live.
2: the Woden Isles. You could you could try and make a history check. at disadvantage for yeah, Orin. cool. No worries. Disadvantage
6: 14.
2: Yeah, obviously, like, you know that he, he died about six years ago. He didn't have any children of his own. Also, no, like, official children, as it were. And he was a fairly good king, if ineffective, as kings were. Yeah, he, he didn't have any, any heirs. He never married, for instance. Like, so the trouble with the, the fact that the throne has been empty for so long is the fact that there have been other lords with loose claims to the throne trying to get it, and the steward is kind of holding them all back.
1: Who is the steward? Do we know who the steward is?
2: Yeah, the, steward name, the steward's name is Jarella Mebek. Yeah, basically vetting out any, any lords that are coming forwards with claims and basically trying to find the the best king. Doing
1: the prince in Cinderella with the glass slipper, searching for Cinderella. Exactly. Deacon doesn't know any of this
7: because it's not about his warrior, so he's not particularly been interested in it. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> he, knows um, he, <laughs> he knows
4: what he
7: likes. He knows what he likes, he's
4: there, stuck to, to his plan. Yeah. David, does this kind of piece together in Gwendolyn's mind the flashback that she saw from Enkidu's life with the the foot of the bed of the king.
2: I mean, that's interesting that like timeline wise, yeah, you know that that happened actually probably about 10 years ago, if not a little bit longer. Enkidu was much younger than he is now. Whilst obviously in that flashback, you didn't see anything dangerous happen. You don't know whether or not something did afterwards. You just saw... And Kidu kneeling in front of the king, who was clearly surprised at having him in the room.
4: Okay. Yeah, she's just kind of thinking about that, having not really properly placed it because it was in the midst of all everything else going on. And then she's starting to wonder a little bit.
2: Um, So, as you make your way through these, um, through the tents, down the main path, again, sort of chatting through everything you know about the throne and whatnot, um, there is a, a young woman, olive skin. Uh, blonde hair tied back in a in a little ponytail um, in fairly official-looking attire, sort of in, like, a, a smart suit type of a thing. Uh, she does have a, a red armband with the, the silver wings on um, and a very small clipboard. Um, and she, seeing she you, She looks
1: like a like job's worth.
2: Yeah. And seeing <laughs> you, like, clearly just, like, looking around, uh, she does approach. She says, uh, Hello, uh, are you here for the rally?
7: Oh that sounds fun. When's that happening?
2: Uh well uh now. Uh, uh but yes, um shall I shall I mark you down uh, as 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 guests of the lord?
7: Yeah, that sounds great.
2: Yes, wonderful. Well, we're just trying to raise as much support as we can. just want to check. What's the rally for? Uh to 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 pledge allegiance to Lord Erlemas Berion. Uh, in his claim for the throne, obviously he has a, a very strong claim already, but we're thinking if there is as much support from the populace, then it'd be very hard to to turn down. And, and so who is he? Uh,
5: uh, Lord Erlimus Berrien? I'm gonna refuse, I'm afraid. I
2: mean, you're you're. I, I don't have to write you down as
5: supporters, I could
4: just cool. we're still not quite made up our minds we're just getting the feel of everything so um
3: yes yeah,
7: right.
4: so, c- so yes pro- deacon's gonna put his arm around her shoulder and start walking with her go now this
7: sounds really interesting can you tell me a little bit more about his uh his claim to the throne and kind of be gesturing for the others to get past him go can you <laughs> talk it show me this list will <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna
2: keep walking on with this one. <laughs> yes i mean well if
5: is it sneaking time
2: And yeah, as she's sort of, like, being vaguely distracted, she does start, like, reaching into her bag for other little armbands for each of you as well. And obviously, as the rest of you are moving past, she just hands, like, a whole bunch of them to Deacon, being like, so if you do change your mind and you'd like to be... uh (laughs)
3: <laughs> uh, uh,
2: so sort of show your support for for the lord just chuck that on now uh and uh, there are events uh, happening all around but uh there is a large presentation this evening that he'll be speaking at himself as a, as a as a thanks and a gift giving for to the other nobles who have who have pledged allegiance already
7: oh that sounds boston mate we'll make sure we're there don't you worry about that
2: <laughs> well boston did i use that right is that how perfect uh sounds boston <laughs> yes <laughs> wonderful um uh, and then she sort of, yeah, turns and like goes off to another group of clearly bewildered travellers who have wandered into the tents <laughs> as well.
1: Amazing. I think meanwhile, yeah, we have we have done exactly what Deacon suggested, right? Squeeze past, go
2: yeah. through, go
6: back further. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go and
1: have a
7: little bit of a look what's going on.
6: Yeah, have
4: a look We've been, had, had these armbands thrusted in our hands, mm. just like... Uh, you don't know when they might Gwendo- be useful. You never know, guys. Just oh, yeah, Gwendolyn puts now. it in a pocket just in case, exactly. you know, might become a disguise of some co- sort.
5: And Kili drops his and steps on it.
1: Oh. oh,
5: Them fighting steppings.
1: Do you, also, <laughs> do you know do you know this man in key, do Do you hate him? Or are you just not up for a rally?
5: Um I've nothing against this man personally. I don't know him. I just
1: Don't believe he's king?
5: I'm sorry, Miss Sephthorn, this is just something I want to keep to myself. Okay, for fair now, enough. Just for fair now. enough.
1: No, I just wanted to
4: see where your head was at. Gwendolyn is looking at Enkidu with a half-eye just to be like, hmm, I'm going to ask him about this at some point if I feel brave (laughs) enough.
6: (laughs) It's a conversation that will go, well, I'm sure.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's what she's like, "Mm, I'm not
1: sure, but maybe, but I don't know.
6: Um, Is the Merry
1: Prince around. Can we see the Merry Prince? Uh,
2: So yeah, as you make your way towards the, the main buildings of the village, one of them is slightly larger than the rest. In fact, it's an enclosed tavern with its own courtyard and a bit of a wall around it. But at the gate, it does say, quite happily, the Merry Prince and the, uh, the little hanging board is uh, some nobility who's a bit drunk, his crown slightly squiff on his head, he's holding a beer. <laughs> <laughs> he
7: looks like he's having fun.
5: Well, this is the place in the letter. Are you sure you want to just go in? Like, they could be in the middle of their job right now.
1: Oh, I don't necessarily want to go in. I just wanted to ID where it was. Well, what's the point? Go in. Surprise them. Bosh, done. Yeah?
5: Well, well no, you could be walking right into an ambush. That that could have been a trap for all you know.
7: They're not going to expect us to follow them, surely? You'd have to be daft.
5: Well, if you work for the Hex, you got to know you've got enemies everywhere. Think about this as warrior training, yeah? Thinking about um, all eventualities, you know. You know, maybe your ambushers are planning to ambush you in return, you know, lure you into a place that they share accidentally and then boom, they got the drop on you. You know, you gotta think about these things. You gotta have a a, a different approach. Can't be to be too careless, you know?
7: Good point. Good point. I take your point. But at the same time, obstacles are there to test
4: us and you can only prove your strength when you've tested
5: them. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right. <laughs>
4: We could go in under the guise of going for a drink.
6: Yeah, it, it's a pub. That's what people do, isn't
4: it? Hopefully people will not detect our ulterior motives. I would like a drink. Oh, yes. I'd love a drink. It's been
6: quite a while since we've actually been able to have a drink.
4: Oh, I wonder if they have strawberries.
5: <laughs> can I insight check, Gwendolyn? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Kiki's being very, like, yeah. It's a four, never mind. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: Um Juna I mean, G- yeah, of Gina takes it. Deacon to one side and explains Last time we got a drink, it was not very nice. Gwen was in a bit of a tricky tricky wicket. Sticky wicket. Um, <laughs> and she's not very keen on beer. So On the down low, I flavored her beer with strawberries, so it tasted like a strawberry daiquiri. So so now she thinks that pubs serve strawberry daiquiris.
7: (laughs) Right, I gotcha. Yes, I say keep it sweet.
1: I'm I'm whispering behind my hand into my microphone, (laughs) which is a making me louder and no one can see me. (laughs)
5: It <laughs> was this the opposite of whispering <laughs> yeah. when you're recording? Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Whispering into a microphone. <laughs>
4: yeah.
5: But not whispering just at all. Um, just, just in the moment, mate. Yeah. Just, just going It's break.
1: just it's just acting with Sarah Gain, does this like yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> As you all uh make your way sort of towards the gate of, of the Merry Prince, you are stopped by a guard stood there. Who apologizes, uh sorry, um, the Merry Prince, uh, all uh, inhabitants, they are just under Lord, Lord Berrien's uh, explicit invitation.
7: Oh, well, he's asked oh. us to come along. It's all fine.
2: He sort of gives all of you a quick glance over. If you, if you want to go have a drink, you, uh, there's plenty of other places in the tents and that around. Uh,
4: <laughs> I, I'm sure um, you can find room for us. Um, have you heard of the Rose family of Prideon?
2: Make a persuasion check with advantage. I feel like there should be a nobility check.
4: Oh, yeah, like, that's a position of privilege. That's, like, totally one of my things.
1: Can I, whilst we're waiting, have I ever seen his writing?
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) No, unfortunately not. (laughs) Well, Lord (laughs) Berrien's. Yeah,
1: Yeah. because if I have, (laughs) I can forge his handwriting. Good question. Uh, That's a persuasion of
2: nine. Nine. Um, (laughs) So there is, like, a a slight shift of, like, "Mm, I mean, I've not personally heard of uh, Rose family. Are you...
4: Oh, uh,
7: lady Boy. rose yes indeed i am excuse me you've not heard of the rose family where have you been these are i can't i can't believe that you've people.
1: never heard of them absolutely
2: They're like, well, it's right, an absolute, absolute I mean, disgrace I an mean, outrage what, what, like, listen 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 we can go have a word but it might be some time before anything gets back to us all right but yes, you go and have a word. So it at really at isn't
1: on India. you should wait until my father lord rose hears about this well, we're going to we're going to talk to him down the line right now
2: all right, I mean, it's, uh, there's there's been quite a few people claiming smaller noble houses, uh, but not everyone. Oh, we are not anything. a
4: smaller noble house, I'll have you know.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't mean to. I really don't mean to. I'm just. I'll tell you what, I'll go, someone will go check. Uh, I, but. I
4: really think, if you think your job's worth anything, I really think you should. And get yeah, me a strawberry right. daiquiri whilst you're at it. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna go. cast charm person on him.
2: <laughs> oh, do it! Do it! I'm
1: gonna oh my gosh! <laughs> just as, to we're to big on wanting this drink.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: I got nine
6: <laughs> cantrips I got I got beers. I got spells yeah. to
3: burn. We're pub. just
4: gasping. Bloody I just
1: <laughs> I just
4: want to do it.
3: Do it! Do it!
1: <laughs> yeah. So she yeah just sort of like just taps her quarterstaff staff on the floor and casts charm person.
2: Now, he just rolled an 18 in a charisma save. Fuck you. (laughs) And that's how the charm comes out. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, all right, Look, there's no need for that uh, All right, uh, listen, somebody will go and have a word But for now, if you'd like to enjoy the other the other celebrations And uh, go get a drink elsewhere If you've got a tent set up already Someone will come and get you if an invitation is extended, all right?
4: Where would we buy a tent?
2: I mean, you you go, can talk if, you, if you need to hire one You're welcome to go talk to, uh, to I'm sure they're renting some of them out But otherwise, you're, you're welcome to just pitch up wherever you can
5: Hang on, friend Listen, this is the truth. We uh, discovered some sensitive information that could be very, very pertinent to your job, my friend. And in the letter that we Whoa. found on the body. Whoa. What's this then? Is it, a, is it a threat? Well, do you recognize that symbol, my friend? No.
1: It Insight does. check. Oh, no. Eight.
2: <laughs> no, it doesn't seem that he does. Who wrote this? Did you write this?
5: No, 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 we found it on some bandits um, who were just dead on the side of the road not too long, like, last night.
2: Taking the note, he sort of walks over to another guard, hands it they have a brief discussion. That guard then runs off.
4: Oh, dear.
2: Returns Aww. to you and he's like, um, in which case, if there's a threat, someone's coming, uh, then we'll have to lock the whole place down. Sorry.
7: That was not the best idea
2: thanks for the warning though uh and yeah shortly after that you see like four or five more guards just sort of like suddenly appear in the courtyard behind him start patrolling the space
7: deacon's gonna elbow in Kidu and just go right i reckon i can take about three of them how many do you think you why given? are we no, fighting no, the guards no,
5: no, they, no. We, on, <laughs> we get murdered there's a there's a field full of them we no 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 we're not fighting the guards
1: what if we don't fight them what if we become them what if we dress as the guards <laughs>
2: I'm assuming you've, you've moved off a little bit.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> this discussion
2: yeah. has happened. We're not oh, near yeah, the pub. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. We've walked away. Yeah. It's just well, us.
6: Okay. Well, hang on, hang on a minute. Before we get all wrapped up in this infiltrate the pub plan. Sorry. Why are we trying to infiltrate the pub? <laughs> uh, we, we wanted a drink. To stop a murder. Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, what did that letter say before you gave it away?
7: Make an example of the target,
6: target. is what it said. Oh, staying at the Merry Prince making example of them. Yes.
5: For all we know, they've already done it as well. That's the other thing. We don't know if this was... I doubt it. The way those guys are running around, the person, there's a VIP inside. No, but the guard don't know. They don't know who this letter's about, do they?
1: Orion, I, tr- I trust you on this. I trust you that you know how to deal with these lot. Yeah, punch them in the face.
5: No, don't <laughs> punch the bloody guards in the face. We don't know who the enemies are. There's too many people to watch, too many to sift through. And if they are here to assassinate a VIP in the middle of a populated area, they're going to have blended in. With the guards at high alert, it's going to be easier to see people coming in and out.
1: Deacon, do you want to try and uh, find this compass of yours? We can try and score some frosting. Yeah, I want my compass
7: back. Yeah, let's get you your compass. Fine, if cupcakes. I'm not going to get to smack someone around the head, I'll have a compass. It's fine. <laughs>
4: Looks a bit flawed. You never know, there's things going on. There could be some sort of fighting training. That might be fun. Do you, think? Do you know what? Worse comes to worse, let's have a spar later ourselves. I like the sound of that, thanks.
1: I'll
6: mm. leave that to you too.
1: i I've got an image <laughs> of the two of them in a spa, like
4: in a <laughs> <laughs> That's afterwards. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's for the, the aching bruises. So uh, you sort of head away from the, the main buildings a little bit um, and start weaving your way through the tents. And there are quite a few different uh, sort of food stalls and, uh, and drink stalls and things. Uh, what you do notice as you're walking along is that even though there are plenty of stalls set up um, they seem to be getting deliveries of whatever it is that they're serving from some of the main buildings. So it's not necessarily that they're like stood there cooking stuff. They're literally just there serving it out to, to the crowds of people that are, are, are roaming through. Um, is there anything in particular that you're looking for in amongst all the tents?
4: Gwendolyn is looking for, like frosted cakes, because she's looking for frosting.
2: Yeah. So she's uh, looking for a cake shop. <laughs> make make an investigation roll. Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, actually, it doesn't take you too long to find a, a nice little cake, cake <laughs> store, as it were. Um, and yeah there's loads of different uh, little ones small like um, butterfly cake type things some like bigger muffins uh, almost all of them slathered in icing
4: did, did any of that gold get shared out
2: between oh, yeah. us?
7: we've got 22 gold bet- uh, 22 gold yeah 22 gold between the
1: four of you uh, what is that? like five or two of us get five two of us get six
7: I gave it to Enkidu so it's up to him what he did with it
5: I'll take five
1: I'll take
4: five. Just take what I'm given. I don't really know how money works. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, Gwen, don't spend it all at once. Okay, and Gwendolyn runs off to this this um, wonderful store with all the butterfly cakes and muffins and everything slathered (laughs) and frosting, and she's like, "Right, um, how many how many butterfly cakes can I get with um, one gold?"
2: Oh, uh, and there's a a young girl serving uh, again, sort of red armband on her on her arm with the silver wings. Oh, um, one gold. That's four cakes from this selection, or two of the bigger ones.
4: Ooh. um, do you think the bigger ones are better for sharing?
2: Well, the four ones are probably easier for sharing. Uh, the small ones because they're Ooh. smaller already.
4: Yes, I'll go there. And um, and then Gwendolyn remembers that she's trying to find out what's going on behind frosting. She's like, and where do you get
2: your frosting? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I'm just I'm just serving it and collecting money, but they make it all up in the Merry Prince.
4: The Merry Prince, that's where you find frosting.
2: Yeah, for the cakes. That's for they the just cakes. bring them down and we serve them.
4: Right. Thank you very much. How d- how do you get a job doing this then?
2: Oh, I volunteered uh because I think that Lord Berrian is is really good for being king.
4: Wow, that's so helpful. Thank you so much. Is it easy that's to become okay. a volunteer? Uh, yeah, you just go and talk to Arabella. Arabella? Arabella, what's the surname?
2: Uh, Arabella. What was it? Sorry, <laughs> that's... A... Uh, Fasmir.
4: Uh, was Arabella the one with the, the
2: clipboard? Yeah, she was handing out armbands to people.
4: Oh, yes, yes, and you just volunteer. You should really you get one. Just go... Don't, no, cool, look at this. You look amazing. Oh, well, here, take my gold. Nice to meet... What was your name? Susie. <laughs> Thanks, Susie. Lovely to meet you. She oh, comes uh, back sorry. to everyone. What was your name?
2: What was your name? Sorry, I should ask.
4: Oh, um, I'm, I am, um, Sheila.
2: <laughs> Sheila. Nice to meet you, Sheila. Yes. Um, I hope I see you later at the presentation.
4: Yes, that'd be lovely. Bye, Susie. Bye. <laughs> Gwendolyn's feeling like, oh, I've just been really stealthy and infiltrating. <laughs> <laughs> Look, everyone, I've found frosting and apparently it all comes from the Merry Prince. What, they've
2: got frosting in those in those cakes? Mm. And looking at the cakes, they look like little, yeah, butterfly cakes with a bit of uh, icing, frosting type thing on top. How do you know they've got frosting in?
6: Because
4: this is frosting. This is what frosting is.
2: Uh, no, you guys say.
4: Look, it's lovely. And she starts licking her.
6: Have they got got frosting in, Gwen? I don't think you should be eating them if they do.
4: No. It's just normal, like, just frosting. This is great. Juno, you've told me about frosting before. Frosting is, this is frosting and it's um, really like you want to get a lot of it because it's really good like it's really addictive frosting i yes. can understand because the sugar oh. is already making me very excited
1: but the frosting that fireheart is talking about is a little bit different it's a uh, a white sort of powder it's a oh drug. this
4: has got a slight pink to it well, yes it's a drug yes
1: oh but this is kind of like a hmm. yes and I'll give you that sugar is a white powder, but they're very different, very different effect.
6: And and actually chemically addictive, interestingly. Oh. Yeah. But it's oh, not the right well, stuff. Um,
4: hmm. But, okay. Well, I think I have maybe potentially, uh, maybe if I've gone down the wrong route with this frosting, there is potentially a way of getting in to the Merry Prince if we need to later. Um, And that's by volunteering with that um lady with the clipboard earlier. Oh. Just in case we need hey. it. That's... Possible idea, but who'd like a cake? Well, oh, I won't I'll take one. Gwendolyn gives Enkidu the uh, one she licked, just in case he didn't notice.
5: <laughs> Did I notice? It's up to
3: you, Enkidu.
5: <laughs> I'm pretty sure she came back and tried the cake in front of us. And said, Look, yeah, I've got frosting. Yeah. So I'm like,
4: okay, so she offers it to him and then...
5: The mage hand flicks it out.
4: <laughs> oh, you don't want that one. Oh, sorry, I licked it. There you go. Have one I didn't lick. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: You've got you've got two more as well. Obviously, pick up the one that
3: is flipped. I up, pick. Up, right? I he's carry right? on eating it. It was good. <laughs> yeah. This is
2: really good frosting. Um, who else is having the other two cakes? You two go
1: ahead. You two go ahead. I'll share
2: one with you, Juno. Oh yeah, that'd be lovely cool so as you all uh <laughs> tuck into the cakes can you make constitution <gasps> oh, oh
3: my god
6: <laughs> oh, do i get
2: advantage because i'm sharing with judah
3: <laughs> yeah we've only uh, had half a no. cake I
2: think, no though. no you're still you're awesome. still eating some frosting
1: <gasps> natural 20 Ooh.
5: dirty 20 18 12 Ooh.
4: <laughs> Ooh.
7: 23.
2: Oh! 23. Oh, okay. Um, in which case, as you all start eating it, um, you get the very quick sense that there is something a little bit more in this cake.
1: Gwen, um, I take it all back.
3: Um, Lads! <laughs> and
2: the four of you are absolutely fine. Gwendolyn, suddenly you're very relaxed. Uh, and as everyone's talking to you they're like you're just like that's a great idea everything they're saying is a great idea
4: yes do you know yes I think that I'm oh this is this is
1: a really good do you know what I think do you know I'm thinking about your candles and I'm feeling just really relaxed I'm, I just want to test something and Enkidu could you suggest an idea to Gwen any idea <laughs>
5: Gwendolyn, I think you should take Gubbins and have a nice, lovely chat with Deacon and give him some advice about his path.
4: That is such a good idea, Enkidu. <laughs> oh, yes. Deacon, this, and she gets out, is good. Gubbins, and then she makes a oh, gubbins likes to talk
1: as well. Yes,
4: Oh damn,
1: Gwen! Yeah. Uh, this is all very lovely. I think, I think, I think yeah. this might be mm. tainted, don't you?
6: I think, I think, Gubbins I should think. go back to bed for a bit. Mm.
4: Okay, night, night, Gubbins. Meow, meow. Wow,
7: that was interesting, Gubbins.
5: I think we're in trouble.
7: I. Definitely think we well, I
2: have sort general. of at that moment that quite uh, as you sort of look around at all of the other guests in the crowd yeah. who are eating cakes and eating other bits of food and drink, you, there's quite a lot of that kind of behavior. You, you, beforehand, you were just like, Oh, it's drunk people, it's literally
1: a hippie festival.
5: <laughs> um, there's quite, yeah, everyone seems to be quite relaxed, like, they just seem to be up for stuff, they seem to be uh, all very positive about. Lord, um, I almost said Lord Berylin. Um, Lord, um... <laughs>
3: Beryon.
5: <Berian. laughs> Ber- no, no, no. It's too suspicious. Well,
7: hey, well, Let's... it makes sense, doesn't it? It makes sense. All of that shipment, my compass, was all frosting, would not it? So just obviously, he's bought it here to make them all saft. Look at them.
5: Yep. So he's Ooh. brainwashed followers by... Feeding them fucking cake? Mustard. No. They
6: yeah.
3: must have,
5: Let them eat yeah.
6: cake. I feel like I've heard a politician say that in the past.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we should get some more of this. Apparently they make it all at the Merry, Merry Prince
3: and wait, we could wait, wait, get wait.
4: more and we could have a whole cake party. No, she's great. Don't tell
7: her off. She's, she's helping us disguise. This is great.
6: And, and actually, Gwen's got a good idea. What happens if we gave some to the guard? Yeah. That's we a good idea. We wanted to make the guard a bit more pliable to let us into the to Merry Prince.
5: What happens okay. if we got them some cakes?
6: That's amazing.
7: I'm
5: pretty sure they know what's in the cakes. It's a bit of a risk. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, they've probably but been told not to eat the cakes. everybody
1: deserves cake.
6: That's true, Gwen. I yeah. think
1: if we put these bands on and act like that, we got more chance. Oh, I've got a band. Judah <laughs> <laughs> puts a band on and starts acting like Gwen.
3: Oh, isn't it all
1: wonderful? See, easy. <laughs> okay.
5: Uh, so Dee could put... I'm sure we could sneak in yeah. with our skills, you know. <laughs> we've, we've done pretty well so far.
7: Deacon puts on the band and just starts kind of stumbling, but it's making a real hash of it, just 100% not looking like he's reading it at all. It's just like, oh, yeah, I feel really spaced. (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
4: Gwendolyn's taken off her bonnet. She's unpatting her hair. She's got, like, green hair just flipping in the wind. and She's just, like, eyeing up everybody else's cakes.
6: Um, Okay, I think that's enough cake, Gwendolyn. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
4: you're enough Kate <laughs> yep
6: yeah. that's really tickled me <laughs> okay Um,
5: how long does this stuff last well
6: David what have you done
4: <laughs> Grace here keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related the official artwork is out if you want to see how we imagine our characters, just head on over to our social media at no Rolls on Instagram and Twitter and search no Rolls on Facebook. Roles spelt R-O-L-L-S. We are absolutely obsessed with the incredible detail on every character portrait. Massive thanks to the wonderful Sophia. You can follow Sophia on Instagram and Twitter at Sophia underscore Comic Art. You may have heard us mention once or twice the No Small Roles cast all met because of Open Bar Theatre Company. At this time of year, they would usually be touring their production of A Christmas Carol. However, with 2020 being the year that it is, they are going to be bringing a slightly different show to their audiences via Zoom. A Chris-Mess Carol, mess spelt M-E-S-S, you get it? will be causing festive havoc on computer screens on the 10th, 11th, 17th, 18th, 21st and 22nd of December with shows starting at 7.30pm GMT. Tickets can be purchased on Design My Night. Check out the show notes for the link. The wonderful Vicky Gaskin and Ben Galpin will be starring in this sumptuously silly show, so don't miss out. You can find out more information on their social media at we are open bar on twitter and instagram or search open bar theater on facebook we are still finding time to finish putting our patreon page together however if you are keen to support us in the meantime do please continue to recommend the podcast to your friends remember you can review us on itunes big shout out to jenny lee jones who describes us as spellbinding thank you very much you can also review us on Podchaser. So another lovely big shout out to Shantony, who says that we are the best thing about Sunday mornings. So we are absolutely thrilled to hear that. Thank you both of you for your lovely reviews. And that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the rally.
2: So, um... Uh, from again your experience of frosting each of you, uh, your knowledge of it, you'd know that like a general dose of frosting would like keep you relaxed for a couple of hours.
4: Yeah, your you monk don't... is gonna be like this for a while. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you don't necessarily know how much was is in the cakes, uh, so you don't know how long it's gonna last with Gwendolyn. But, <laughs> um, yeah, like a, a normal dose would. Yeah, would last about two hours.
4: Okay. Well,
2: we're going to have to look after her. Yep.
6: Yeah. yeah, we have to. Okay, Gwendolyn, don't wander off. Um,
4: I'm not, I'm just, I, you, there are so many people. Do you think we could talk to all of these people and they could be our friends and we could just, like, have a lovely time? Tell you what, love, why don't you come and hold on to my arm for now and then we'll go
7: for a little wander. How does that sound?
6: Oh, that sounds charming. You're probably full, so don't go eating any more cakes for the moment, all right?
7: That's all right. We can stop her, and when my arm gets tired, I'm handing her over.
6: Okay. What, what are we trying to do then? Are we are we trying to get into that pub now, or shall we have another look? Shall we look around here a bit
5: more?
7: Well, if she's saying that the frosting is all in there, then surely that's where my compass is as well. So everything's pointing to this Merry Prince.
5: Gwendolyn, did that um, the cakes? Shall I say anything else that was interesting?
4: Well, if we're all volunteers, then we can get a job there, and then we can get in there. So all we have to do is go and just tell Arabella that we want to volunteer and then she'll be really happy and we'll get more frosting.
6: DM, thinking back to Arabella, did she seem like she was on frosting? Not at all, no. Just checking. They had more cakes there. We should get more cakes. Yeah, maybe we should get more cakes. This cake seller that sold you the cakes. Susie! Did she seem really friendly, really up for a chat, really just...
4: So... Friendly. I really felt a connection. I think. We might be soulmates, although she thinks my name is Sheila. Oh, goodness.
6: (laughs) Oh, you said your name was (laughs) Shigla.
4: Sheila, because I I just did, because I
7: thought, why not? I mean, I'm not the one for espionage and all that, but I've got a feeling that she could have got the same answers out of a plank at this point. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure how much is the truth. (laughs) Yeah, I've just got the beginnings
5: of an idea. No, you go ahead, Inkyd. I was just going to say, maybe we take Sheila's band, the four of us go back to um, the cake seller. offer, we say, oh, we've signed up, you know, Arabella signed us up and we're going to get you uh, some supplies from the Happy Prince. Just give us a note to let us through. I don't know, loose idea.
7: Yeah. I haven't got anything better. Ori, what were you going to say?
5: Well, I, I just had the beginnings of a
6: plan that, that maybe is <laughs> a bit involved. <laughs> I was thinking of... <laughs> Buy some more cakes, right? Hit me out on this one. And Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Gwen's on board already. Not eating them yet, though, Gwen. Yeah. Really important that bit. Mm. Um I've potentially got a way of, of kind of making them safe to eat, I think. Some chemicals and bits and pieces and whatnot. And then we could maybe turn up at the, the pub being all like eating our cakes, pretending to be all frosting up, whatever. And then act like, oh, we're just casual, whoa, we're all in on this, and then we get
5: in.
1: Or we combine both of those plans? Yeah. You're all very clever.
5: Yeah, it's an idea. If we look too serious too together, they might not trust us. Especially since they've seen us already. Yeah. So if it looks like we've been converted, they might... We've all
6: eaten the cakes, we all turn up, crumbs on our faces, frosting...
5: Down our chin. I mean, we don't have to eat the cake. No one's going to see us not eat the cake, right? Well, no, but I was thinking if we
6: turned up eating the cake, it gives us extra... I mean, maybe that's too much. I don't know. Maybe I'm
5: getting... No, no, actually. No, you're right, actually.
1: On the note front, did we see her writing on the clipboard? Do we need to go to her for a note?
5: We didn't give her names.
1: Well, no, I just said we'd come back to her later, didn't I? We didn't see the clipboard itself.
2: No, you didn't really see what kind of things she was writing cool. down. Cool, cool. Uh, you get the impression it was—it's was kind of like a guest list, or if anyone was volunteering, like
6: keeping a list. track
2: of people as much as possible. Cool.
1: Yeah,
6: yeah. Go and talk to the seller, the cake seller, or the clipboard lady.
1: We'll get the cakes. Okay, we'll go. We'll go to clipboard lady, <laughs> and then we'll go to the merry print. <laughs> so
6: this is a great plan,
2: right? Okay, let's do like, it.
1: Deceiving and performing, like Juno's heart is singing. <laughs> Vicky doubts this plan highly but it sounds very fun.
2: Um, So you head your way over to where Gwendolyn had gotten the cakes. Though as you do realise, as you're sort of walking through the tents, that there are quite a few little cake stalls and other like sandwich stalls and things like that. But you go back to Susie. Uh, She's there. She finishes serving someone else. Uh, Oh, hi. Did you finish your cakes? Yes, we need more, Susie, please. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, How many would you like this time? Four more.
5: Five. Let's have ten. Let's have a dozen cakes.
2: Dozen cakes. It's four. It's
6: four cakes for one gold. Five, five will be
2: fine. I think five, five would do.
1: Five
6: cakes, five. please, um,
1: Susie.
2: Uh, all right. Um, would you like the small ones again, or do you want to try the bigger ones?
1: <gasps> the small ones would be lovely. Thank you very much. The small ones, mm-hmm. yes.
2: Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so five small ones will be. One gold piece and two silver pieces. All right, here you go. Thank you. So, so it takes your money off of you, gathers them all up, hands them over.
4: Gwendolyn goes to eat one straight away. No, no Hang on no, a second.
6: No. second, Gwendolyn, just before you eat that. Let's just, thank you, Susie. We're just, just over here, Gwendolyn. Thank you. It's very kind
3: of you. Thank you. That's okay.
6: Can I take the cakes?
2: You can take the cakes. Um,
6: Can I spend ten minutes... Mm. working with the cakes and various reagents and bits and pieces that I have in my person and cast purify food and drink oh,
2: absolutely you can um,
3: that's
6: awesome I just happened to prepare this spell today <laughs> And now I'm like, I was like, well, I don't know why I'd need that, but I'm going to prepare it because it looks fun.
7: That's so cool. Yeah.
6: Okay. So all non-magical food and drink within a five foot radius sphere centered on point you choose within range is purified and rendered free of poison and disease. So I don't know if that's going to...
2: Yeah. This kind of counts as a poison. Yeah. It's not necessarily like a lethal poison, but it is... Affecting you, so I'll take ten minutes um, fiddling
6: with various bits and pieces, neutralising the what? the effect of the frosting. I
5: thought, I thought monks are yeah.
2: not no, not yet, not time. till later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Having a small taste afterwards, Orin. Yeah, you, you you know that it doesn't have any of the effect anymore. It doesn't taste as nice as. Okay, it I'm going to be
6: honest. It tastes a little bit alkaline now. Uh, I think that was uh, that, I went a little far on that, but I think Orin, like,
1: do not worry. I'm going to wave my staff over the top, casting minor illusion again. And I'm going to flavour them each a different flavour. Oh. Uh, Strawberry, banana, chocolate, mint, and caramel.
6: Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, okay. Cakes acquired. Um, Hold off eating it just for a minute longer, Gwen.
3: Oh. And,
6: okay, what was the plan now, Juno? Did you want to get writing something?
3: No,
1: I can't because I uh, I I've had a message from the DM saying that I haven't seen her handwriting, so I can't do what it's gonna do. Uh, (laughs) He's he's my little friend. (laughs) Have you got voices in your head just like (laughs) Inkidu? Yeah, no, no Ben, I can't. Inkidu has one.
6: Okay. Uh, Do we wanna just do we wanna just have a note that just says, Oh, give these these people? We're
4: volunteers. I think for Kate
1: volunteers. Susie.
6: Yeah. Susie
1: yeah but I think we want to be eating the cake,
6: yeah well as we're we approach well, we're handing Arabella. over this handing over a note, Junna, do you want to write it, or shall I?
1: Oh are we just going to just write an innocuous letter from note?
6: Susie from Susie,
1: oh, Arabella, from Arabella, well no, I was going to say from
6: well, Susie, Susie told
1: me about Arabella,
6: yeah, but we don't know what Arabella's handwriting
2: looks like,
1: I don't think Susie has a let's lot let's go out <laughs> She's got a lot
2: of something. <laughs> Susie, yeah, Susie is about like 12, 13. She's quite young.
1: <laughs>
5: just say we volunteer to help this sweet little girl over there to get her supplies. Okay,
1: we all up for this? I do. Well, all we need, all we need, is any note from Arabella. All we need, to, all I need to do is see her writing, and then we can write the note we need.
7: That's easy. We just go and say uh, one of us has signed up, and we can have a little bit of her butchers and a handwriting. Yeah,
5: let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's simple.
1: Yeah. Sheila can sign up. Exactly.
7: Yeah. That yes. is a
5: great job for you, Gwen.
1: I can see that going. Sorry, away. Sheila <laughs> gives her a wink. <laughs> Gwendolyn
4: winks back but kind of like winks a bit too long <laughs> and gets a bit sleepy.
1: Juna <laughs> tries to prop her up, but is not very strong. <laughs> oh, yes, let's go. Cool. So, we look around yeah, for you Arabella. Make
2: it Wait. Yeah. You make your way back to the uh, sort of the main road that you'd met her on and she is still floating around that space, trying to sign people up to volunteer or like just check where they're going and all the rest of it. And as you approach, do you have you put the armbands on?
3: Or Yes. Yeah, yes. Aaron will put
2: his on and mm-hmm. Kido doesn't
5: have his. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have mine. I can just slink back into the crowd, maybe.
1: Cool. Yeah, we don't all
2: have yeah, to be there. You're not
5: going to approach with everyone. But as you approach, uh, she says,
2: oh, uh, can I help with anything?
4: Arabella, we were thinking about what you said and we want to volunteer so that we can make cake.
2: Oh, wonderful. I've actually, uh, I don't need anybody making cake just this moment, but I can sign you up to something else.
4: Oh, yes. I just, I really want to get to be
1: in the, the throng of it all. Yes juna steps
4: forward and acts as
1: if she's eating cake and is like the thing is i've grown up being a cook my whole life it's my calling and i just i think i could be very useful in the kitchen department
2: we all love cake (laughs) juna can you make a performance check (laughs)
1: Um, (gasps) uh, 22 oh yeah 22
2: so she fully believes that you're in there And she sort of, she just looks down at her notes and she says, I'm sorry, I'm I'm just, we are fairly oversubscribed with uh, deliveries in that aspect. Yeah, I just see? uh,
1: And she goes to take the uh, clipboard to read it.
2: uh, And like, you know, you have a brief moment that you have a look. Arabella doesn't particularly fight it, but after a while she does sort of take it back. She says, uh, no, it's okay. We do need some help over at the bard tent, though. Um, The bard seems to be kicking off a little bit, so if you could tend to his needs in any way, that would be wonderful.
4: I like bards. Yeah, bards. Where's the bard tent? It's a, a large green
2: tent just to the south. Gwendolyn
4: starts going towards
1: oh, the right, tent. Do you need to just, like, explain
2: who we are or something? It's fine if you've got the, the armbands on. I'm sure, oh, sure they'll be... One of
6: uh... our friends lost his armband. Can we have Oh, yes, obviously.
2: Uh, sort of reaches <laughs> into a side satchel, pulls out another armband, hands it to you, Aaron. No, 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 it's okay. Just say Arabella sent you.
1: Amazing. Have I at this point seen what I know is her writing?
2: Yeah, Great. you've caught maybe maybe like a minute or two's glance at it. So it's not as studied as you mm-hmm. hope, but you you've mm-hmm. you've picked out, you know, how she curls her G's and how high her H's are and that kind of thing. All right,
1: well to the bard tent then. Thank you very much,
2: Arabella. Bye, Arabella. Bye. I hope you enjoy the rest of the uh, the rally.
3: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: She trails off. Mm, (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, so what are you doing now? Are you going to head toward the bard tent or? Well,
7: we've got the stuff. Can't we just go to the Merry Lottis Chops
4: now?
6: The only thing is our bard friend's gone missing and.
4: (gasps) It could be Gaius. (gasps) What if it's Dwayne? No. no, no, It might be Dwayne.
6: I don't think he's here I have to find him. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay, um, okay, oh, goodness, um, should we stick our head in the bar tent first, or should we go and- I think,
1: just in case it is Gaius.
5: Okay, okay, okay. Have I come back now, or have I, have I been watching them, have, how far have I been, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, um, Enkidu,
1: sort of maybe it would be quite useful to get a pen and paper, maybe you and Gwen could go and get a pen and paper while- Fireheart, Orin, and I go to the Bard tent. I need to go to the Bard tent.
5: Absolutely miss You phone. do
1: not need to go to the Bard tent. You need to be on an important mission with Enkidu. Yes, very important.
5: You're the only one who can do this. Yes. The only one. Yes. Yeah. Let's go. Come on.
1: I know things. You do. <laughs> Juna whispers in Enkidu's ear. Thank
5: you. Anytime.
1: Anytime. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Come on. Oh, Let's go. Which which group are we going with?
2: Um So uh, Gwen uh Kidu, as they're now known, are heading off for uh for pen and paper, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Make you two make a quick investigation check.
5: Ooh. Thirteen
2: minus one, twelve. <laughs> A sixteen. So uh, yeah, as you're as you're uh, sort of wandering around, you do c- come across another desk with loads of little pamphlets, all of which are just very similar things of like Berion for King and Down with Prevos. Prevos wants the abolishment of the throne. Stand with Berion. Support Berion. It's all of those kinds of like slogans. But uh, you do realise that quite a few of them are just like, they're blank paper on the opposite side. And asking sort of the chap that's sort of handing out flyers there, he's got a small pencil that he passes you as well.
4: Thank you so much. You are amazing.
5: Thank you very much. Uh, we, we'll, we'll make good use of this. Ta, I'm going ta. to
3: take
4: this. Yes. Yes.
5: He's got a very slow smile you. himself. and he's Such like,
4: yeah. a nice pencil.
5: The best. All right, come on, come mm. on, come
2: mm. on. Mm.
4: Enkidu, this one is, is talking about a king. And um, I was in your head. And you were with the king. And you were younger. You didn't look as worried and as frowny as you do now. You looked like you might be, yes, less world-weary.
5: Enkidu freezes. And he's, he's very nervous. He's like... At the divination table Fuck. Um- <laughs>
4: you were you know the king Wow You should tell everybody No
5: no <laughs> no, 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 Shh, no 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 no
3: no
4: no 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 don't tell anybody about the <laughs> no, King sh- no, no, no. Okay. OK okay Oh okay. I dropped <laughs> my pencil <laughs> Okay
5: okay Gwendolyn Gwendoline Gwendoline Okay Okay Now Okay sh- now. yes
4: yes Yes Pencils and paper okay
5: do Yes is going to tell you Second biggest secret.
4: <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> and
5: only Gwendolyn can know the secret. Okay. No, nobody else can know. Okay, shush. Yes, I met the king a long time ago, and I snuck into his bedroom with my friends, and I said, Well, we said we wanted to work for him, and he kept us close. He kept it a secret that we snuck into his bedroom, and we stayed for a bit. In his bedroom, and you had
3: cuddles?
5: Not quite. (laughs) He looked like he was about to wet his bed, but we said, Look, it's okay, we just want to help you out a bit. And changed the shape. (laughs) No to that either But yes I've met the king A long time ago I don't know where he is now I don't know what happened to
4: him So you were like his special friends We
5: had a relationship Yeah
4: Mm, Yes a special relationship
5: Yeah Oh. But you can't tell anyone else Because if people knew That I and my friends Had a special relationship With the king Everyone who knew the secret would be very dead. Oh. This is the thing that I've been very worried about telling everyone, just in case the wrong person heard in the wrong place and somebody spoke a bit too loud and then more people would have to die and it wouldn't be very good.
4: I don't want people to die. No, I
5: know you don't. So it's very important that this is kept a secret. Okay. No one knows. Not Gaius, not Juno, not Orin.
4: What? What about Gubbins?
5: I think Gubbins knows now. But Gubbins is your special friend, and Gubbins
4: doesn't actually have a proper mouth. (coughs) Doesn't have
5: a mouth, so he can only tell you. So the secret is between you, Gubbins, and myself. The
4: secret trio.
5: The secret trio. And look because you're, you're doing good listening and being very understanding, I'm going to give you this cake.
3: Yes! More okay.
5: cake! <laughs> okay, let's go find the others, okay? Come on, let's go.
4: I don't know why Gwendolyn, when she's high, is just turned into a child.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: yes. I use all the, all the terminology I use at work, like, good listening, <laughs> you know, make <be> <laughs> exactly. like, like, no. good choices. Come on. i <laughs> Oh my yeah, gosh. yeah. <laughs> oh. So, off in the um, oh, opposite no. direction. That's not the way I thought that secret would come out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you, no. But what a way. <laughs> not the person you thought you'd tell first, mm-hmm. is that I know!
3: No, so, the last person no. I told. <laughs> oh my god.
2: Um, so, off in the opposite direction Deacon, Juna, and Orin, you've headed for the bars yeah. tent.
1: Yeah.
7: Deacon's really confused about this because he doesn't know what the hell's going on now because he's not he doesn't know anything about the bards. He's
1: just literally wandering around, visibly confused. Yeah, visibly. Like, I uh, I think Orin and I would take it upon Oren and Juno would take it upon themselves to explain to Deacon what
3: is going on. Yeah, about our <laughs> friend who's a ridden off way. on a horse.
1: Yeah, we have we have a friend who was part of our group. He wears a mask. He flew off on a horse. If he, he's he's, here, a bard. he's in the bard tent. Yeah. Sidecar, Gwendolyn left her wedding for a very different bard with blue hair. And if we see him, it's very important that Gwen doesn't see him. Yeah. <laughs> I still
7: don't know how he gets me compass back, but I'm with you. It's fine.
6: Well, let's just say if Gwen finds the chap with the blue hair, that's definitely not going to help you get your compass back. All right, No.
1: sorted. Got and it. if we find our masked friend, it will definitely help us get your compass back. Yeah. Quite okay. Substantially.
2: Yeah, so it doesn't actually take you too long to find uh, the Bard tent. It's, it's slightly bigger than all of the other sort of stalls and, like, the like the sleeping tents as well. And the other thing is, of course, there is music coming out of it. So as you approach... Uh, I think it's that one with the music.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, you just sort of follow the music and, you know, and there you find um, one of those tents that is it's, it's large. It's opened, like, out the front so that you can see directly into a small stage. Um, and there is a chap there with uh, umber skin, uh, short hair, playing away on a on a lute and having a sing um, at the front. Is he a half elf? He is a half elf, yeah. But actually, looking around, there doesn't seem to be many other musicians. There does seem to be a small crowd sort of swaying along to the music, eating cakes. Can <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. the only musician?
1: Can we can we see Guy? No, not Can all. we see Dwayne? Or who we? Or or, or someone with blue hair?
2: Yeah, there's no blue hair in the room either.
1: So what are we reckon, chaps?
2: Well, Dwayne's not here. That's good. That's
6: his boyfriend. Gaius isn't here, that's bad. Yeah, I'm thinking the same as you, Juno. I think that is Yeah. Yeah. I Duane... think
1: let's let's do let's get your compass. Let's check up on them the Merry Prince. Let's let Gwen get her compass mentis back and then have this conversation with her then.
6: Yeah, not when she's on frosting no
7: although she is quite entertaining like this I do enjoy
1: it I agree Deacon
7: (laughs) okay plan then so we're going up there we're marching straight in
6: yep and if Gwen asks about the tent we just say Guy wasn't there and Dwayne wasn't there which is the truth and no Dwayne there either no sign of either of them
7: nobody we knew was there no
6: one that we just mentioned was there fab got it
2: So the three of you having, yeah, had a quick look in this tent, gone, nope, turned heel, (laughs) uh, gone back the other way. And yeah, it's not long again before you find uh, Juna and Enkida. And it's not long again before you find Gwendolyn. I mean, Juna
1: is obviously finding herself at the festival as well.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: thought that's what what Gwendolyn's doing. (laughs) 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 Uh, But gathering all together, yeah, you make your way over to the Merry Prince again. Again, before, the guards before we go, at the, at the front. I've
1: written a note from Arabella mm. on the paper. Yep, on yes. the back of the
2: on paper. Pencil. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are does seem to be a reinforcement of guards down the front, but the chap that you were talking to before is not there. Been replaced by a, a like an Good. older woman. But whereabouts are you taking this note to? Are You taking it to them? Are you finding a different entrance? Are That's
7: you? It. I'll take it. I'll, I'll grab it and go straight up to the woman on the front and go, "Watch your love." So we've got this, we've been consigned in. Is this the place we need to come to or do we need to go around the back entrance, as it were?
3: Um, She sort of (laughs) takes
2: the note, has a brief look at it. What does the note say, Junior? It
1: says, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great kitchen skills, assessed on arrival, will be an asset to the team, employ as volunteers immediately. Arabella Fasme.
2: Amazing. So yeah, she has a quick look at it, hands it back to you and goes, uh, Round the back.
1: To the left there,
7: yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah, just the other side of the building there. Brilliant
7: yeah. stuff. Come on, kids, let's go. Way.
2: Yeah. Well, Gwendolyn That's does it. a
4: little curtsy as she passes.
7: <laughs> Deacon struts off around the side of the building <laughs> <laughs> like he knows exactly what's going to
4: happen next.
3: <laughs> 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 Not a clue. Um,
2: <laughs> and you, yeah, you make your way round and, yeah, around the other side of the enclosed sort of walls of this building um there is uh sort of a back entrance down a little alleyway but there are people coming backwards and forwards with like um bottles and crates of uh, drink and trays of food uh clearly just delivering stuff to other areas of of the of the rally um so you squeeze down past them uh and there is uh somebody else uh stood with a clipboard um at the door, there, sort of keeping a track of where everyone's going and 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 and, and coming and going. Um, as you approach with the note, uh, what do you do?
7: So, hello, love. We've come straight down from Arabella with five very useful people. Do you want to put us to work, then, love?
2: Um, and this uh, this this chap with uh, sort of again, sort of chalky skin, a uh, little bit of a beard on him, um, and dressed. Almost identically to Arabella as well. Uh, Red R band, suit and all. Uh, Takes the note, looks at it and goes, uh, I mean, she's suddenly very formal, but uh, yeah, if you need work, where would you like to... I'm actually a little bit oversubscribed here. I don't know why she sent you over.
1: We've got particular skills in the kitchen, haven't we?
7: She did say you were oversubscribed, but she realised that there was a lot of talent going on here, so she realised that we needed to be with you. She was in such a rush, that's why it's so formal, I suspect.
2: Yeah. Alright, right, yeah. Um, Okay, in which case, uh, if you could go help out with the ovens, that would be, I'm sure, move them a bit faster, filling up the trays and that. And sort of just points over. And like, as you sort of peek in, the kitchen itself is quite large. It's almost like sort of industrial size. Big old table in the middle, like three or four ovens down the other end. Um, and lots of people like mixing bowls of batter and preparing sandwiches and things along, along the side. Almost every little space is taken up by people squeezing through. Um, at the far end um, of the, the thing, as he gestures over to the oven, you can see in one corner there does seem to be a few piles of um, like hessian bags. Uh, and you would assume that they would have flour in. Um, except as one of them nearer the top is open, you can see it's a slightly different kind of white powder. <laughs> but, like, those keep being moved down to other people that are mixing up uh, batter in bowls and, like, mixing up different frostings and things throughout the whole kitchen. But, just uh, just uh, yeah, if you uh, help out down in the... by the ovens there, just uh, grab a... grab a tea towel... Uh, Take things out, dole them out onto the trays and pass them on. Right
3: you
7: are, Cocker. Off we go. Yeah,
2: and he sort of watches you all move down to the other end and and yeah, there's elbows everywhere as so many people are trying to force their way through this kitchen. Uh, What do you do? Do you do as instructed?
7: Well, uh, I think Deacon wants to find out where these Hessian sacks are coming from because wherever the rest of those are, the chances are that's where his compass is so he's going to become very...
1: Focused on that. Juna <laughs> is right behind you, Deacon. I'm very eager to maybe palm some powder.
3: Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> Gwendolyn just, like, puts her hand in I don't
3: know. no, 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 no.
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> like she's just put her hand in sherbet and then it's just like, Ooh,
2: yeah. and yeah like that relaxed feeling that's just ah, oh, that's all Gwendolyn's gonna feel for the rest of the day
4: oh, no. <laughs> sorry guys oh. this is
6: brilliant
2: <laughs>
4: just playing the character you know it's really truthfully <laughs> <laughs> okay
7: so um, Deacon's gonna head over to uh, one of the, the cooks and just go uh, right looks like you need your ingredients topping up so uh, do you want to point me in the direction of the storeroom
2: uh, yeah, just down that way to the
5: left. Great. Barely looks up from what they're doing.
1: Anyone coming? I'll come with you, yeah, right behind you.
5: Come on, Gwendolyn, come
1: yeah. on. I'm here. Oh. Yeah,
5: best we stick together. I can't, can't split up like this.
7: No, probably best not. So Deacon stalks off straight down to where the, <laughs> the story is.
2: As you all move through, and again, sort of moving past where it is that you've been instructed to, um, who's at the back of the group? Probably in Gwenkido. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, so Enkidu, because uh, Gwendolyn's a little bit distracted, can you just make an insight check?
1: Yeah, but Enkidu hates making insight checks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
5: Oh, I fucking wish
2: I hadn't. Seven. Seven. Okay, you're fine. Oh You, no. you, you do have a quick glance back across the room. A dagger in my like problems, as a it? like. No, no, no. Nobody's attacked you or anything. But like, as you sort of like just do a quick glance back to see if anyone's following. Doesn't seem like anyone is.
3: Uh, Oh, no.
2: (laughs) But yeah, you move through um, down corridors and yeah, there are more people sort of carrying things backwards and forwards. So again, it's quite easy to find the storeroom, which again is quite rammed with people moving like this. This whole organisation seems to be incredibly busy. But the storeroom itself is quite large, about half the size of the kitchen. There's loads of shelves, loads of bags of uh, flour and frosting. And loaves of bread. Uh, do, and just is anyone who's
1: coming in and out, are they carrying the Hessian bags? That
2: Yep, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not exclusively carrying those. They just seem to be grabbing whatever it is that they've been selling. Oh, so
1: they're for. taking it to the kitchen. They're not bringing it into the store room.
5: No, exactly. Is there a chance we're going to run into that chap you met in the boat?
7: Well, I don't see why we would, because wouldn't he be the person that just delivers it here? And the only thing I would say is that my bag isn't a Hessian sack. It's like a little... Leather satchel thing, so it should be fairly easy to spot.
1: It's not in here. You've got then. to find the people that are bringing this in, haven't we, Deacon?
7: I think so. And this all just looks like it lives here, but so maybe it's been uh, transported from somewhere else, or I don't know. I've never tried to look for anything like this before.
6: Well, I guess this this stuff's all been delivered here, isn't it? Ahead of today, ahead of whatever this whole big this whole big king. What if a
1: bag of this was damaged and needed returning?
6: Yeah, or a bag wasn't doing the job, as it were wasn't effective. Yeah, but how
1: would you know that as a cook? Uh,
6: Do you think,
7: is there a way to test it? I don't, I, I've never touched the stuff before.
6: Eat it.
4: I have tested <laughs> a lot of
6: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
7: sure it would give us a clear answer, to be honest, if we gave more to her. <laughs>
6: yeah. Mm. I don't know. I've just got this this urge to, to mess with their frosting.
5: <laughs> I don't know if I should. Is that all that's in this room? Just the bags and the... Yeah, just... Again, just like
2: what you'd expect in a food store.
4: Well, your bag is a special bag. And so maybe there's place they put special things, like an office or somewhere more... Not roomy.
6: Maybe we could special. ask who delivered all this stuff here, where it got from, if we ask in a subtle way.
5: Yeah. Also, an und- something to pocket later, but an idea has come to me. What if... What if your um, future teacher is the target of the hex?
7: What? By warrior?
5: Yeah. What if he's the target? Why?
7: Well, he's he's, <gasps> he's supposed to be a lot further away than here, so I can't believe it'd be him. Oh. He's like right up, really far. It's supposed to be like months travel to get to him. Might well, it's only taking was barely even taking me a month to get here. Right. So it can't be that. No, he's. Look, this guy is amazing. He could take this lot down with a blink of an eye. He's supposed to have defeated an entire army with a toothpick and the glare of the sun. He could do better than this lot.
5: All right. Well, what if the, the test, the initiation test for a potential pupil to carry on his legacy is to defeat his, you know, any would be assassins that will come to take him out?
7: I never thought of it like that well then i need to go and kick some ass don't i
5: well hang on before we kick ass
6: uh <laughs> before we burn the place down <laughs> but, um, yeah, before...
4: no burning <laughs>
5: no
6: burn, is there no. david looking around mm. the storeroom is there like an inventory list or like list of supplies
2: or deliveries or anything uh, like make that an investigation check uh that's an 18 an 18 so um there's not in the storeroom however as you sort of like move through it dodging out of the way of different people you do find a small office and in there there is a a, a list of deliveries it's just out on the desk so it's, it's quite easy to spot including the delivery of frosting from alec luder oh cool and when how recently did that happen uh, about a week ago and it
6: does it just list frosting it doesn't list anything else Uh, No, it doesn't list anything else.
5: As if it's just out in the open like that, frosting. You know, it's not even disguised.
7: Yeah, but if they own this place, they're not going to care, are they?
5: Ah, true. Yeah. So how long have you been in this part of the the world, Deacon?
7: It's been a month since I left home. It was about a week, maybe, to cross, just under a week crossing the water. No, it was under a week. It was a few days across the water. And then the rest of the time, I've just been travelling up through the country, really. Well, they would have had wagons and stuff, so they have got here a lot quicker than me. Hmm. Cause they I mean, they they just loaded it up and off they went, so I didn't know where it was going as well, I didn't know.
3: But
5: he didn't have time to go back to the world on to get more, so this could this could have been the shipment from your boat. Oh yeah, definitely.
7: Hundred percent. I reckon it is. Hundred percent. That's obviously what they were doing. I just well yeah. This Alec Ludder, do you know anything else about him? Nothing at all. Well the guys on the boat seemed really surprised that he took it. I mean, it seemed to me like it was, like, they weren't expecting him to lick it. They de- Well, take it away. They they were surprised. So, I don't know who they'd done a de- deal with on the mainland, because as far as I was concerned, we were just dropping up a shipment of merchandise. Mm. They weren't expecting this guy to get it, so they didn't know much about him either.
1: We don't know what he looks like or anything.
7: Saz, don't know a thing about that. Mm. Not an idea.
5: Let's look around some more then.
1: Yeah.
7: All I know is he's got something to do with this dude, obviously. That's it. Well, he must be, hang on. So he's got to be a, a right hand man to this main bloke, isn't he? This, this Lord Bering person, because he can't, this can't be happening under his nose and nobody knows. I wonder if he's like a, yeah. I don't know, like a Grand Vizier type thing from yeah. stories. It's like that kind of gig.
4: Oh, so maybe he's going to get an award at the rally thing. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he's really special. Maybe. Well, I've got an idea.
2: Go on, then. Is there, are there people around? Yeah, there are quite a few people around. Sort of barging past you. You're getting a few dirty looks because you're clearly not doing any work.
6: I'm just wondering if we should ask someone if they've seen Alec around. And Alec? Alex? Alec,
2: Alec?
5: Alec. Alec Luder.
6: Alec. If they've seen Alec around because we need to uh, give him something and just find out if he's here. Sure.
1: I would like to, while we're in the storeroom, take a handful of frosting and put it in my pocket.
2: Absolutely. Yep, yeah, a handful of frosting. Good plan. Cool, put it into a small pouch for you, yeah. Yeah, I have a quick ask around. Everyone make investigation checks.
7: Oh, natural 20. Oh,
3: oh nice. Hello.
2: In which case, nobody <laughs> else needs to roll because Deacon's got the answer, right? Good,
3: because I got a natural
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> the frosting. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, 23 for me. Oh, glorious. Yeah, like asking around, like the first person Deacon asks is like, "Uh, yeah, he's staying upstairs in one of the rooms. Alex,
1: Alex, Alex. Pre- presumably the target then right
2: so has he well, stolen from on the hex then
1: potentially
6: well maybe deacon
1: were the hex on your
6: boat in any way shape or form
7: no they weren't they were a local group i've seen them boys before yeah they have been over in the wooden Isles for years Um uh, so no what, what was the group uh this uh, sim sim hmm. Pushkin Gang, Pushkin Gang. That's it. Frink was the Ed guy. I don't know what the others all had nicknames. I don't. know what Can
1: I make are. an insight check on Deacon?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Uh, yeah. So Deacon, how much? Well, like, uh, what, what, I suppose June, if, you know if seeing, she if,
1: does know anything about that. Uh, if, sorry, if he does know anything about the hex. But, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no genuinely.
7: genuinely. As I heard, so. he he's heard of them. He knows they exist, but he's avoided it like the plague because he just knows there's something bad. That's it. Cool. And it was as far as he's aware, it was nothing to do with that group. Cool. And he he wouldn't have gone with the group if he thought they were.
6: And it's Frink Pushkin. and, Was there a gang name? Sorry.
7: Yeah, the gang were called the uh, Pushkin Gang. And the, Pushkin gang. the the lead guy I was dealing with was called Frink. Frink Pushkin. That's all I know, really. And yeah, there was lots of lots of blokes called like bruiser and butcher and all that. It's funny, really. You'd think I'd have realised they weren't all up to all of
3: that.
6: <laughs> 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 okay, so we're wondering if he could be the target? Mm.
7: Sounds like he could be. Maybe? Or he's set. Possibly. Yeah. Or- no, there makes more sense. I was going to say, or oh, he's setting up, but he doesn't know anything about the Hex as far as we know, so maybe he is mm. the target. Well,
6: yeah, I guess we, we don't know that, do we? He could might be, be involved way. in Hex. We've got no way of knowing.
4: Or maybe someone else's. Who knows? Either way, we need
7: to get up there and find out what's going on. So, who votes we all dress like housemates?
1: I'm up for that.
5: Yes. can So much. And how do we get the... Oh, my gosh.
7: <laughs> Can't be that hard. We've I got mean, this we've got,
6: far.
5: <laughs> I mean, we we got this far dressed normally. I mean, like we just, just
6: go upstairs. Just go up quiet, light, subtle light, not making a big deal out of it. If anyone asks, we're just confused, people on frosting, trying to be helpful.
1: Mm. i'm up for dressing like a housemaid deacon just saying i why not you know just carry
7: some towels i don't know off we go deacon starts looking around <laughs> for anything that might be found in the rooms that he could potentially carry <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah make a uh, make another investigation Chat deacon
7: i'm not gonna get 20 twice am i let's be honest <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am not. um 16 Sixteen. So you don't find towels, but you do find enough glasses and like bottles of drink and stuff that you're like, and a tray. Mm. So you're like, oh, we're just delivering drinks upstairs. Yeah. and right, um, this takes
1: me back. Am I right?
2: <laughs> Constantly taking trays to, to people, you too. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, like having, having, having grabbed that stuff, you sort of start edging your way through the corridors again. And there comes to a, a door that is very clearly the divide between... The back end of the bar and the serving side. As you all push through, the crowd on the other side do seem to have a more noble air to them, and it's very obvious that, like where the stairs are in the in the tap room to lead up, nobody gives you two looks as you walk in though. They're all very busy just chatting away to each other. A few of them are still eating cakes, which is interesting. And do some of them look a bit dazed and yeah. glazed yeah. over? Yeah, there is is a general positivity in the room, which is quite interesting. Yeah, but as you sort of make your way through the crowd, head on up the stairs, um, you find yourself in a corridor full of quite a few doors. So it's hard to say, of course, where Alec is. Well,
7: there's only one thing for it. Knock on, shout housekeeping and see who answers.
5: You lead the way. You're the only one who knows what he looks like.
7: I mean, it's a bit broad. I saw him from a very far distance. (laughs) (laughs) We've just got to say his name. Yeah. Come on. You just knock on, yeah. Alec Ludder, this is for you. There we go. Everyone just knock on one, and we'll get it right. And Deacon marches off again down the corridor, <laughs> ready to go banging on doors.
6: Yes. Yeah, here we go. So ready. <sighs> okay, this is a silly thought. This is a silly thought. Hear me out. You, you, we're going to try and give him a drink or yeah. something. What happens if we put a little bit of frosting in it?
7: Oh, he's not just a pretty face. Tuna, tuna
1: like doesn't even answer Orin just nods and puts some frosting in the water
5: <laughs> yes Juna
2: uh, amazing and there's a little bit of a fizz as it sort of like melts in did you, did you pick up some frosting Juna? Yeah. oh yeah that's a good idea I should have done the
4: same <laughs> you snooze you lose my friend <laughs> <laughs> I think they're still a bit stuck to my palm if you want it. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, yeah, yeah, that's you can get all it yours. She Come shakes on. her Come bit on. of that's palm it. of her that's hand it. over. Yeah. The I, have goes. Goes. I
7: have to say, Juno, I'm very impressed. In the words of Valia, it's only when you attempt the ridiculous can you achieve the impossible.
1: Let's go. Let's do this
2: uh, so you all sort of yeah gather each of you in front of a different door knocking quite a few of them don't have any responses from them um can can everyone make a quick perception check to like listen into each of your rooms
1: mm. Ooh. Nine. 11. 17.
2: 12. 21. Ooh. Oh, amazing um in which case, uh, Enkidu, you can hear some noise uh, beyond the door of the, that you've knocked on, but nobody seems to sort of approach. Uh, Orin, you seem to hear, you can hear quite a lot of noise. quite It sounds quite fun. It sounds quite raucous inside. Uh, but as you've knocked, uh, somebody does walk over, um, sort of shouting away uh, back to the group, opens the door. Uh, and as it swings open, uh, there is Gaia stood there. In next to nothing but his mask.
3: What? <laughs>
2: and that's where we'll end tonight's episode. What? <laughs> oh my gosh!
3: Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. yes, yes.
6: You have been listening to David Knight. As your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, Vicky Gaskin as Juna, and Special Guest Sarah Gain as Deacon Fireheart Button. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now.
4: Anon! Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.